Welcome back to the Hooligans Pitch. We had a little international break there, but your boys are back. As always, it's Chad. And I'm Michael. With the Rona, <laughs> by the way. Yeah, he's uh, he's been attacked a little bit, but he's powering through because he's a tough up. lad, that one. We're coming up, and now I'm feeling a lot better because we actually got to watch some footy this weekend, which was... I missed it so much. I didn't realize how boring weekends were without, like... Oh, my gosh, yeah. The morning pick me up. That that was like, I remember when like the lockdowns and quarantines first started, and like everything was canceled, and we were just stuck inside. And like, what do you do? You can only watch so many movies and TV shows and stuff, you know. Like this all day, no sports. Yeah, but then when like Premier League came back and was playing games, like that was the highlight of my day. So good. So, good. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I hear you. Especially with the Rona being locked indoors and stuff, like yeah, I've been quarantined to upstairs pretty much, so it's just been a lot of footy <laughs> okay. watching and just just hanging in the office. So uh, yeah, okay. At I'm least gonna... it's like you're kind of mobile with it, like a little yeah, bit, yeah, like yeah, yeah. you're not bedridden. <laughs> no, I was for one day, but we're solid now. So, but I, yeah. I do have to ask, why mm-hmm. are you wearing your kit today? You're black. <laughs> I've been dying to ask ever since we started talking and doing this. <laughs> Look. I got this kit, I mean, it's a few years old, it's from Puma days, so it's been a couple of years, and uh, I got it from my boy Jaka, because, like, he put in a couple good performances, and I was like, cool, you know, let's get his kit, and then once I got his kit, it was like, dumb mistakes, like, oh. defensive laps, like, but not just, it was the Jaka that we have known for a while now, where it's like, meaningless red cards, and just like, Yep. Not great, but he's been he's been back. You know, this season doing his redemption arc. Apparently, he's he's got a couple goals, couple assists to his name. Like really, just running that whole left side. So let me try and do this on camera. Oh, I got him! Hey, I got him! Back on your back. Good for you. <laughs> no, his head is uh, he has got a nice head on his shoulders. He's he's finally like he just seems so neutral and balanced and. Yeah, Almost I mean, yeah. yeah, I think it's just like, like I've said in, in past episodes, not having him be like the defensive mid, I think just frees him of so much stress because it was always, he would be the guy that has to make that kind of dangerous tackle and more often than not, he got a red card. <laughs> yeah, he's not, so, in, he's not in bad spots anymore. Yeah. As much, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I was going to come in wearing my uh, my black Liverpool kit, not mm. because of the high hopes and the progression, <laughs> mostly because I was ready to put Liverpool to bed and, and say, it's 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 time. Our time to lay down is is now. But I um, I had a good look at the the table standings, and um, you know I saw a comment saying Liverpool is closer to Leicester than to Arsenal, and I said, oh my god, that's terrifying. But then I, yeah. I took a really good look at the standings. And Liverpool's only four points down from the top four spot. And I feel yeah, like that, it's it's early, right? It's so early. The you know, the debates on whether or not this season's going to shit. It's so it yeah. happens too soon. I got in a little, you know, my Instagram argument being like, dude, like this is such a long <laughs> season and a weird season. Like you don't yeah. anything can happen. Well I mean yeah, that's the thing is we've never had a season with a World Cup smack dab in the middle of it so it's an unknown it can 
you know, the teams can come back with multiple injuries to key players or, you know, people just have their their energy as a shot in the second half of the season because they've committed so much to trying to win the World Cup, which, fair enough, if you're there, you might as well win, you know, the biggest prize you can. So, I mean, yeah, it's, it's definitely been a rough start for Liverpool, but, like, it's early days, you know. It, is the title chase over? I don't know. Maybe, but, like, you can still shoot for the top four. You can, you know, bounce back. It's, it's it like, the Instagram argument in that group we were in, like, they gave me the same vibe as, like, American football fans or NBA fans where, like, their team is shitty and they're just like, let's just lose so we get the best draft pick. And it's like, that's not fun to root for, though, right? Like, you want to still be able to support your team and root for them and, like, hope they come out with some level of success and... Will that frame of success change over the season? Maybe, but like, look, Arsenal fan, I've been through plenty of years of it, so, you know, don't write off your season yet. I, I think you've kind of trained me for this moment, to be honest, because <laughs> you've been down in the dumps. I feel like every year we happen to hang out when Liverpool and Arsenal play each other, and I'm always like chipper and happy, and like, you're just like, well, it's like another day, and it's like, oh, like, it was a pretty damn good day to me. But, um, yeah, I... I, I I, I just saw I saw glimpses of of hope and mm-hmm. and like like I don't know actual drive out of the team yeah. on Saturday, um, but then I saw just like a lot of terrible mistakes that could be so easily fixed. It's oh like, yeah, it wasn't like that game was not winnable. That game should have been won and put away. It was a great comeback. It's like uh, they just take too long to get going, and then it's yeah. too late. Um, you know the, the third goal that went through Virgil's legs. I was like, that broke that broke me a little bit. That yeah, that was feeling, a rough one. I wasn't feeling great, and I was just like, oh my god! I was like, come yeah. on. Yeah, I mean, you got to remember too. You got the January transfer window, which is this year probably going to be, you know, maybe the biggest January window that we've seen because people perform out the World Cup. There's going to be a lot of movement. Yeah. So. You know, Liverpool is still a big name. They still have a lot of recent success to their name. They still got Klopp as a head coach. You know, Salah, Allison, Thiago, all these like big name players that other like up and coming players or bigger names will still want to go to. So things can turn around. Do you believe in the seven year theory with Klopp? Seven three in the club, <laughs> and then like everything goes. I mean, it's like one other club that that really happened with, which you know, Dortmund and Liverpool. They're so hard to compare. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they they kind of operate in different footballing worlds, right? Like mm-hmm. Dortmund brings in the young talent, sells them off for a lot of money. They have their their Marco Royces that that'll stick around, but like that's kind of their model. Whereas Liverpool wants to be at the top, and I think it kind of comes back to more of what you've said in the past of like you had this championship team, so you kind of just let them play and let them age out, right? And like seven years is probably kind of around that time where a lot of those players are hitting that older age as yeah, we're seeing. So hit a wall. I'm yeah. sorry, Champions League, what is it, four out of the last six years in the finals? <laughs> like it happened. Yeah. Um before we really kind of do a deep dive, I, I did want to ask, what what beer are you having today? Oh I've been I've been thirsty, so I'm glad you asked. Let me open I, this real uh, quick. I, we've just been jonesing to talk footy. It's been so long. I think we just forgot our like, yeah. our order of things here. Exactly. Well, I got one of my go-tos, a nice little Deschutes Fresh Haze. Let me try and block the collection. Yeah, you know, 
see those little guys. In oh, the see, in you there. know. I'm just not. I'm not having them. It's fair. That's fair. You know, you you had the Gatorade. You know. Yeah, you had to pick up the slack for me a time or two. So my turn. That's right. Um, so let's let's talk about our little Instagram argument today when we talked about Man City because I think people forgot Arsenal that are at the top of the table and the discussion was like, oh, like City's going to run away with this thing. And I'm like, what? <clears throat> they're not even winning right now. Yeah, I mean, Scary that's why I didn't. Really, yeah, I, that's why I didn't really say anything because okay. I was just going to let them play out and like. Um, I, like it, it's kind of one of those things where it's like I'm okay not being noticed right now, right? Like <laughs> I I am not gonna say that Arsenal's gonna continue and like challenge for the title throughout the whole season because like we've already said it's a long season and and different this year. But you know it's not disrespectful, but you know you can uh, appreciate that Arsenal is still up there, right? Like. It's not like, you know, game week one or two or three where, okay, everyone's played a couple games and, yeah, you're at the top of the table with six points or whatever, right? Like, it's now eight games in, seven games in, whatever it is. And, yeah, seven, eight. Yeah, so it's like, I think it shows that Arsenal has the talent, has the squad to compete. Do they have the depth you needed to go all the way? I don't know, but... I think it's. I I didn't want to say much, but you know, season's been good for me. <laughs> there's a lot of haters in the group. No one's a yeah. City fan, so I think there's a lot of like weird. I don't know. Yeah, and there. It, for me, it's like 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 when I first really started watching footy on the regulars, like Messi and Ronaldo were all already established, right? So. I knew they were good. I knew they were big names. But now I'm kind of seeing probably the same kind of way that when Messi was, like, first coming into the scene and, like, breaking the game like Holland is. It's like, that's what this is. It's the same as Mbappe. Like, nice. granted, we don't get to see too much of him because he's playing in France. But, like, that, it's that same sort of vibe to me. I think we're just seeing these two, you know, once in this football generation... Uh, players coming up and like yeah initially they're good they're really good they're you know gonna get all these goals but teams will somehow figure out how to deal with it and then it's up to them if they have that messier and Ronaldo talent to like shrug that off and still go which they probably do but I mean I, yeah I don't think it's a, a whole like you know city oil money yada yada like they didn't pay all that much for Holland they just waited for his contract to get less and less and I other teams are kicking themselves for yeah, not for throwing sure. bags and bags and bags of money yeah it's insane I bet if you go back three months the bid for him is a totally different process man um, for everyone I mean every team in the Premier League why wouldn't you throw everything you have uh, oh yeah but uh, yeah but that, that 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 brings me to my next point because I, I do want to talk about just city a little bit and you know they thrashed me and you today brought in they made a what a sub for four players at once and kind of just said eh, this is over but um you know the Instagram argument kind of talk we kind of brought up the fact that like you know everyone's going to the World Cup besides Holland and mm -hmm. 
that's great. He's going to be refreshed and ready to go when the season comes back. But if any one of those midfielders get hurt, yeah. whether it be Foden, De Bruyne especially, Bruno, oh, yeah. their entire team is going to have to change a ton. And I think if you were to ask Pep, he would much rather have Holland go to the World Cup than Kevin De Bruyne. And, yeah. And if they lose him, that their season could be all like washed up. It could be just a totally drastic change. For sure. I mean, and we've seen in in the past seasons, you know, De Bruyne typically would get a couple weeks to a couple month injury. Um, and that's just the regular season, not with the World Cup thrown in the middle. So, like, he could pick up something. And then, yeah, they still have a lot of good players and creative players in their midfield. But, you know, it, he is a big miss. He's leading the league in assists right now. And that connection between him and Holland is working fabulously. But then you take him out and, okay, now you got to learn how to play off of, I don't know, if you make Gundogan your your main creative player or Bernardo Silva or someone, I don't know, but it can change, you know? It's it's not set in stone that they win the title right away, so... No, and and we know City can win the title without Holland. Yeah. We don't know if they can win it without De Bruyne. And I think... True. Um, that's... that's that, that was my point I was trying to make where I was just, you know, yeah. like, Holland is great, but he's getting a ton of help. He's the perfect oh, yeah. fit for their system. I um, mean, like, he just sits up top and, you know, feeds on the incredible passes that De Bruyne feeds him, you know? Say, like that second goal he had today? Oof, oh, yeah. my like, lord. The goal, you know, we've seen that goal plenty of times with that pass. is just so, like, inch perfect, weighted perfectly. Ugh, Doesn't like, make sense. So, I mean, it would be interesting to see it go down that way. Um, you know, it they lose De Bruyne and, and see who can pick up that creative outlet, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't want to wish anything yeah, <laughs> ill will. So. I do want to bring up, though, um, the last five years, besides um, last year and the year prior, he has picked up Knox in November, which have left him out mm-hmm. for two to three months. Um, ligaments in his knees and ankles have been all rattled. He don't, he so, don't like that cold weather. I wonder if that's what it is. So maybe it'll be good he's going to Qatar, but yeah. it's the mileage. He's 31. That that would just yeah. make me super nervous. So that's why when people are like City's gonna, I was like, I don't, I just don't see it yet. Yeah. They'll bang goals. They'll put six on you every game for I sure. Yeah, I don't. Not every game. It's not six every game, but they will bang goals and um, yeah, they're gonna be there. I mean, even beyond that, you know, it's defensively they're still not. They're they're good. They're really good. Like they have, I think, the most clean sheets. But those all came against some of the worst teams in the league that they played. Like today, yeah, they kind of just took their foot off the gas. But you're still letting in three against United in the derby. Like it's not a shot. Those that was pretty. I think that was the one that I was like, oof, like that was incredible. (laughs) Incredible. Um, but yeah, I don't want to talk about City too much. They, you know, <laughs> it seems to be the fear of our pod because they're they're just the best. Yeah. I mean, not the best, yeah. but they're they look the best. One of yeah, they definitely. look the best. Um, yeah. All right, where do you want to start as far as games go? Um, 
just uh, bright and early at the uh, North London Derby. Let's do it. <laughs> what do you love about that game? So, I'm not used to being a fan of like a successful Arsenal team. <laughs> yeah, how many times so, in like the last decade have you really like seen it? Like, there's there's glimpses here and there, yeah. like. I, like even when Emery took over, they went on a twenty-two game unbeaten streak. But like, you know, there's there's wins, and then there's like good wins, right? Where it feels like you you really won that game. And all that said, I still go into games like pretty nervous and like unsure of like what's going to happen because for so long it was you know a, at least one big def- defensive blunder that gives up a goal which still kind of happened. Uh, and then, but then it, it was always, once you go down, like they really struggled to come back and they really struggled to kill off games. So it's just like learning that this team can do those things and is doing those things and, and is good at it. So needless to say, went into it nervous um, up until that, like I think is right on, on 20 minutes, Thomas Partey, Hits that nice little curler from outside the box. Goal goes in. I felt like a weight lifted off of me. Yeah, that was sweet. Good for him. He's had so many injuries. It was nice to yeah. try to see him get his reward. And he's tried those outside of the box shots so many times and always just skies them. So I don't know if they spent a whole day at training of just him planting those right in the goal, but this one was perfect. Um, and then the red card, do you think that was uh, worthy straight red? Um, it's for me. It's kind of questionable. Like I've definitely seen those given as a red. Like even with Arsenal players, it's you know you're you're making a challenge, not necessarily a dangerous challenge. It just you happen to come up right on the ankle in this situation, or like on top right. of the foot sometimes. Like so, it's, I don't think it's like textbook like reckless challenge. But I think maybe like more just context of where it was on the pitch, like it was on Arsenal's defensive half, and you know Martinelli's dribbling backwards essentially, and the challenge still comes in, and at that point it feels like a pointless, dumb challenge, especially if you really miss the ball dumb. like that. It was it, so. Even the announcers were like, "Why did he do that?" Yeah, like so, I. I'm okay with the red. Like I have no issue with it, obviously, but yeah. I can see the argument for it not being a red. I mean, you've had worse. I feel like Arsenal's yeah. had red cards that have just been like, really? oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> I have to tell Look, you twice. If you want me to pull up the video of David Luiz against Wolves, where the guy's foot hits David Luiz's knee, <laughs> we can talk about it. <laughs> Let's not go too far back in the past here. Um, <laughs> But yeah, solid solid victory for y'all. And uh, you yeah. know Xhaka getting a goal. Um, I mean, yeah, and, and it just seemed like... It seemed like Tottenham was playing like every game they've played this season where like they're just doing enough to get by. Like right. they, They're so boring. Yeah, they, they, I get it. They're a big counterattacking team. But I think you have to come with something a little bit more... Not only against you know one of the top six teams, but especially in like a, your rivalry derby match, right? Like you don't want to. They they came out and just sat back. Like I get it. I get it. It's it's Conte's it's Conte. tactics. Yeah, that's, that's how Conte kind of does it. He plays it very safe. 
But, yeah. You know, the pace is very different from Premier League to Serie A. Yeah. Uh, I feel like, you know, with Inter and Serie A, the whole mindset of Italian football is defensive heavy. And, yeah. um, you know, I haven't, I haven't watched Serie A consistently in years, but the whole idea was, like, sit back, wait for, like, your opportunity and take that small, not very often chance that you, you sometimes will actually never get. Yeah. Um, and I feel like in Premier League, it's like, let's go, baby. Let's counter. Let's yeah. sprint. Let's I run. mean, like, yeah, like, credit to them. They did have a few counters that looked dangerous, and, you know, they got the penalty off of one of those. Um, but I think you need a little bit, like, fuller of a, a game plan in at least big Premier League games. Like, okay, you come and play against a top team, and they see you're just going to sit back and wait for the counter. Okay, we press you the whole time, and you know, make sure our defensive line is ready to run. Then you're pretty much set. Like, you have good attackers, but you kind of need a good team to win big games, right? Like, it it can't or it often won't come down to one player doing, you know, a messy run. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I I did watch South Korea's game. A bit of it because mm-hmm. I, I wanted to see how Sun played because he came off that hat trick game. He looked awesome. Yeah. Um, and then with South Korea, he played great. Uh, he's he's nailing these free kicks, which Harry Kane is getting. And I, I did oh, go yeah. in the, I did go in the Tottenham sub to the subreddit to see kind of like thoughts. They all hate that mm-hmm. Harry Kane takes these free kicks because he just is never close. And Sun yeah. is banging these in. So. The mindset mm-hmm. for some and the Spurs versus his national team in previous years, something's out of whack with the Spurs and what Conte wants him to do. Um, yeah, it, it's mm-hmm. you know I really like Son. I like his work rate. He's just insane, just flying up and down oh, yeah. the pitch. But it just doesn't. It's not happening right now. It's so strange to me. It's like he has to. He's playing. Yeah. He's playing. Um, like two steps back instead of two steps forward almost all the time. Yeah, I mean I mean yeah, I guess it must be a tactical thing, right? That either Sun's just not really comfortable with it, doesn't like it, or you know, this is how Conte wants him to play. Um and he's like doing that, but you know, it just doesn't play to his strengths. I think formation has a part to do with it because um Perisic is playing on that left side too. And like, mm-hmm. to be fair, I, I'm not going to say they were the same player, but they had the same characteristics. Yeah. Um, you know, run the line, cut in, both really strong, both legs. Um, I, I get Conte wanted Perisic because he was so successful with him at Inter, but he didn't have Son at Inter. He had a double yeah. striker formation with Lukaku and, um, and uh, Martinez. And with, mm-hmm. with this... I, I I I'm fascinated with the idea. Like, what if you put Sun at striker? What if you put Kane and Sun like at the top? I I don't know. I, I I'm not gonna say Spurs try this, try that because <laughs> I could care less what they really do. But I just yeah. hate seeing a player who is so good just all of a sudden like just not be good, even though he scored a hat trick last yeah. week in 20 minutes. Like it's it's a very strange I mean, that, thing to think about. Yeah, that's the hard part to understand. Is like, yeah, he came on and scored this hat trick. Like it was nothing. So like he's got the skill still. He's got the drive still. Something is just not clicking. I guess in the coaching or just 
the setup for you know the the full match because you come in as a sub and yeah you'll have some direction but at least you're probably a little bit more free to do what you want especially if you're looking for goals right like um, just uh, I don't know he's I I just want to bring this up really quick. I, I, w- I went to last week's game when Tottenham played Leicester because I was curious about the, mm-hmm. the, the Perisic-Sun kind of combination. Um, yeah. Perisic was subbed off right as Sun was coming on. Hmm. Okay. So maybe it is... I think it's an like overstock they, on the left. Yeah, they kind of get in each other's way when they're both on. Um, I don't know. I mean, that's just my theory. Because like, like, I'm trying to think in like past years... It seems like Sun, yeah, would kind of run down the wing and then cut in, whereas this year he seems to kind of play more central. But then he's he's in this weird area now of, you know, between Kane and between Perisic, and in this like middle channel, which I guess I don't know. Maybe it's hard to take the ball and like know which way to go with it without trying to get in either one of the those players' ways. Yeah, I, or people have figured him out. That's that's my other <laughs> backup thing. They they finally shut him down. Yeah, um, but I, I mean, he's he's like we've seen that he can dribble well and you know has the pace and can hit a banger out of nowhere. So it's like you can figure him out, but he should at least still be getting an assist or a goal or decent chances, runs. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah, yeah it's just it's uh, lethargic looking. When I watch him yeah. play for the Spurs, but when I watch him play for Korea, it's like mm. I, I don't know. It's like he loves playing. I get it. I love you love playing for your country, but there's just like, yeah. It just he just looks like a different player. Um, mm. yeah. So yeah, I, I, you know, I don't want again. I'm kind of done with the Spurs. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Spurs. <laughs> um, do you mind if we talk about just the red cards this weekend and kind of like? Sure. <laughs> the the tackles were bone crunching, in my opinion. Um, yeah. Uh, they, uh, uh, what was the, oh, I think, hang on. with Fulham, that one? Ooh, that's the one I was thinking oh, of, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I, I watched it a couple times just to see, like, the different angles, and then I was like, Dang, he, like, really crunched into his ankle. Yeah. Um, and then the Royal Red Card, and uh, uh, we have we had one more in here, too. Um, I'm trying to remember who got that. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. the Red Card, uh, Sinestra, is that how you say his name? Oh, yeah, uh, Something like that. Yeah, I don't know. That red card was ridiculous. <laughs> I, I didn't actually realize um, you couldn't do that. I thought he was far um, away well, from the that ball. Was a... Where he could. Yeah. Um, he's not inter- I don't want to say interfere because then that, that's against the rules. But he was blocking the shot of the path. No one told the ref. Unless I missed something, I didn't see the ref tell him to back off the, the free kick. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess. That's true. Like you know, normally sometimes they'll the players will stand like right in front of the ball and then really obviously delay the kick, right? But That's this I mean. he was definitely at least five yards off. I don't know, maybe ten, but um, you, but again, like it didn't. Yeah, f- five it, to eight in there. Yeah, and like it didn't seem like Aston Villa was like putting the ball down, wanting to go, and, like, because they had a good run going, right? It was just, like, the ball was down, and they, all right, let's kick it, and he, like, yeah, okay, sticks out his leg, and sure, they have to retake the free kick, but is it worth the sending off? I I wouldn't think so. (laughs) Okay, well, this is a perfect transition. 
Why did Thiago Silva not get kicked out of his game? I've been trying to figure this out. <laughs> and yes, he, he cheated. He, he cheated. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, clearly. Like, he's on the ground, and he, you know, tries to scoop the ball, and it kind of punches it away. But, you know, clear, obvious, like, um, I, I'm losing the word. Head. But, like, you said your hands to interfere. Yeah, it's not like it just, like, came and hit him. It, no. He engaged in that, right? So... Um, for me, it's not even a question. You should be off. Like it's it's no different than uh, Suarez at the World Cup against Ghana and punching the ball out of the goal, right? Like, yeah, I mean, it's that's the same. On a, they were on a. I don't want to say it was a you know a goal scoring. It kind of was a goal scoring opportunity. It kind of was. It could have. It was. I, you don't know. It was. Yeah, close enough that you I think you could. That. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't know. From some of the comments I saw on Reddit, they were saying that. It wasn't called because really there was a foul a few like steps back against someone that the ref was gonna call the foul for or something. So like that phase of play technically doesn't exist. But so I don't know. A, why would he get a yellow card? Yeah, it makes no sense. <laughs> I was just trying to run scenarios in my head of like, does this incident of him not getting a red card open up a door for other players to? stick their arm out and, you know, slide, tackle, miss, and then just reach out and punch the ball and be like, well, he didn't get a red. Well, that's worth, in my mind, that's worth it. I would take a yellow to punch the ball with my hand to prevent a possible goal from scoring. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, it's, if it's gonna deny the attack, at least whether a goal happens or not from it, like worth the yellow. It's just, like any other professional foul at that point, right? Like whether it's a tug on the shirt or you on the ground punching the ball, <laughs> it's all yellow. <laughs> I guess I guess that's a good comparison: is the, the shirt pull to um, to the handball. The shirt, though, there's such a gray area with that. Like, yeah, yeah. But with the handball, it's it's called football. Like, yeah, and it, especially like, something so deliberate like that, where it's. It's not that he slid and the ball ends up rolling and hitting his hand. Okay, if you want to give a yellow for that, whatever. But, like, this one, he's on the ground, like, swimming for it. He literally <laughs> stuck his arm out. Yeah, oh, my God. It's like, I just don't understand how they can get away with these certain things. And, you know, we've seen players in the past, like, I, like um, you know, for, like, violent conduct stuff where it's like they headbutt somebody, but it's a yellow. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, why? Yeah. I don't understand why some things are yellows when in the real life world outside it, you'd go to jail you know what i mean they're like well it's part of this they're like it's part of the sport i was like that's a that's like assault like yeah like you still can't do that so i know it's a total like difference from the handball to like to uh to a yeah. headbutt but like it's still it's a card it's still a yellow card yeah i mean i think that's it it's kind of been a theme of the refereeing for a few years now just like the consistency is so hard to find if there is any and then this year, you know, they want to allow play to be a little bit more physical and go on, which, great, makes for a better flowing match, but mm-hmm. you got to still have that hard line of, like, what is allowed and what's not. And yep. for every ref, right? So it's it's clear across the board. So if you want it to continue, the, the game to continue, then 
I don't know, maybe the, the allowing more physical challenges is not a good a good way to do it because some refs deem one thing too physical while other ones say, oh, no, it's fine, keep going. Like, Yeah, I don't know. We're getting away from the handball, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's the referee. It's, it's yeah. the, big, the big cloud up top is the referees and everything's trickling down. It's all bullshit. Yeah. It really is. Um, all right, well, since we're talking about, you know, Thiago and Chelsea, is Chelsea just, like, the luckiest team that scores these dumb goals? <laughs> now, banger... Sweet goal, but yeah. God, man, I was at the freaking ninety to pull this and get away with it. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Like defensively, it didn't even look like Crystal Palace gave this goal away, right? Like defenders right on him, he just kind of steps past him and he hit it, hit it, and you know, yeah, the perfect hit. So definitely some some luck in there, and I guess it's maybe it was always written in the stars since. Connor Gallagher was on loan at Crystal Palace last season, so here's your return. <laughs> um, did you see the uh, indirect free kick that Mount hit? Yeah. Dude. That made me so sad. Like, <laughs> Is that when you text me that Mount has to go? <laughs> <laughs> well, because I saw what, I saw a stat line, right? And I was like, dang, you got you know, 0.5 points this week. And so I went to see like what he'd do, and I was like, I was like, he's getting, he had a, a free kick in front of goal. He didn't get a shot on target. And then it <laughs> happened. And I was just like, oh my God, are you kidding me? Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it was exciting to see that because you don't really see those mm-hmm. free kicks happen right there. And like, it's always just, you know, madness. Everyone's yeah. crowding the box and, you know, you're wondering if they're just shooting straight or if they're going to lay it off. And then, you know, he, he goes for it, but just, just missed it that much. Oh my God. And, it, <laughs> and looking at the replay of it too, like there was a good opening where he could have probably snuck it in there. Oh um, yeah, yeah. But he he didn't. He's in a weird slump. I was surprised to even see him taking that kick. And um, yeah, I mean, I like we talked about this in the pod before the pod. I know. But uh, he just seems to be playing like a a different role and kind of like an unknown role. Like he. he He's not, he's not being that creative attacking midfielder that he was re- in recent seasons, and he's not playing a defensive mid. He's playing this weird in between, but then he's he's not really producing on either end, right? Like he hasn't. I wouldn't say he's had a good game at all this season, from what I've seen. I don't know if a lot of Chelsea fans would say they've had a good game this season yeah well so i talked to jordan okay and i was asking him like which, which jordan is a huge chelsea fan for all those yeah. who, don't, who don't know jordan <laughs> i was asking him about chelsea and he said you know the the, the struggle is because they lost uh angolo conte and i said well, okay well you know you lose one player in the midfield that can't wreck your whole team like it can it can stifle your either defense or creative outlet, whatever side they're playing on. But, like, there's been no creativity. Defensively, they are okay. And he was like, well, okay, well, yeah, but, like, your alternative is Jorginho. And, you know, he's not he's not a Conte that will run around and get the ball and make tackles. He's more of a, the like, kind of leader role out there where he's, like, going to point to, like, 
you get that guy, and then like, oh yeah, you pass it over there, and then you know he'll take the penalties because that's sure. all he does. But um, like that was Jordan's thinking here is that like because they lost Conte, everything is falling apart, and it's like I get mm. he's a, a really key part, but. <sighs> Does that mean you drag Mount back into this weird role? I don't think so. I think you'd want to keep him up there, right? Like, it'll be interesting and, to see what Potter does with him. Um, yeah, especially now that I have asked, like a, a proper striker. Yeah, I asked him about what he thinks with Potter too, and he was kind of a uh, a little like apprehensive, I guess, mm-hmm. um, only because Brighton was playing at a level where it's like you can kind of go at teams and teams will go at you, right? So you're kind of playing an even game, whereas, like, once you're Chelsea and playing against teams, it's a lot of teams just sitting back. And now you got to break down the, the bus, right? Mm-hmm. So that's where Jordan's a little bit unsure. Of, like, does Potter know good tactics to break that down? Because now he's kind of on the other side of, of the tactical yeah. master class, right? Like... Um, and today I, with Crystal or, or Saturday with Crystal Palace, like um, they're not so much a sit back team. Like they'll still come at you a little bit. So I don't know if this was like the biggest test, but like, I mean, yeah, you get kind of lucky with a late Gallagher banger. Well, so I was, as as we were kind of talking about this, I was looking at their last couple of Premier League games and like the games that they've won. Um, before this game, they played West Ham. They scored in the 76th minute to tie it 1-1. Then they scored in the 88th minute to, to win it 2-1. Before that, mm-hmm. they played um, uh, Leicester City. And they won 2-1. Again, Leicester. Game before that, mm-hmm. they lost to Leeds 3-0. Game before that, they drew Tottenham. Game before that, they beat Everton one nothing. So they've played... What's their best game there? <laughs> uh... The The... Oh, I'm sorry. I missed one. They lost to Southampton 2-1. Oh, that's right, yeah. <laughs> so their best game on paper is beating Leicester 2-1. Maybe it's... West Ham 2-1 to, uh, to as well, but they won at the 8th. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I think Chelsea is in a weird spot. I think they are not where they should be in the table. Um, no. They're 5th, and they could easily be... I, I, it's Call me crazy. They could easily be bottom five. They Even could. bottom five? Bottom five, Chad. Whew. West Ham's in bottom five. Yeah. Southampton, well, they, who beat them, are in bottom five. That's fair. That's fair. I'm just saying. I see more heart out of Leeds, Everton. Everton, they're coming, man. They're coming together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Brentford, Fulham, Newcastle. Like, all these other teams. Brighton, who are above them. I think they're better than Chelsea. I don't know. That's crazy. yeah. I mean, yeah, it's hot take, but Chelsea hot take. Me but nothing. I mean, it, it's me not nothing. like yeah. It's it's not like a wild take. No, because I wouldn't say it's wild. Like we've said every episode, I think that like what are where does Chelsea's creativity come from? Like it, they got nothing going right now, and you know, still kind of nothing. Like Aubameyang gets a nice goal, but. Up until Gallagher gets this this nice FIFA shot banger from top of the box, like this was probably ending in a draw, and you know they, I didn't see enough um, 
like chance creation to make me think like, oh, Chelsea's for sure getting a goal here before this ends. It was just luck. <laughs> yeah, I think Potter got pretty lucky. If um, you know, a loss at Brighton doesn't look so bad. A loss at Chelsea on your debut. Yeah. Or even a draw. I mean a draw wouldn't be as bad, but um, the expectations are yeah. high. Oh, I do want to say this though. Did you see the report about Ronaldo? I, I held on to this one, and I'm glad I remember. There's a report going around right now saying Tuchel, um, the reason he ended up being fired is because the board wanted to bring in Ronaldo, and he said no. And now Ronaldo is pretty much set to join Chelsea in January, which is why he's probably oh, really? not playing. Which is I didn't know. I almost brought it up in the Instagram group. I was like, ah, what? that's why I just said he's probably going to go to Chelsea. I am. I think I'm a firm believer that he will go to Chelsea. Um, he wants to play. Chelsea needs mm-hmm. a player, you know, maybe not uh, with the name Ronaldo, but a guy like Ronaldo. And you know what? So be it. It's going to be Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I will. I I would put down um, a, a beer on Ronaldo going to Chelsea. Like that's, well, I, like I did hear rumors in the summer that Chelsea were looking at him. Yep. Um, I'll find the report and send it to you about the whole Tuchel thing. But, um, yeah, Tuchel put his foot down saying, hell no, we're not bringing him in. Um, You know, I think Tuchel's probably a little stubborn, which led to his exit. But um, Graham Potter, he's not going to be stubborn like that. The board says, we're bringing him in. He's going to say, okay, let's do it. Yeah, you got, like, compared to Brighton, unlimited funds for players so <laughs> and I, I think Ronaldo would be a better fit in Chelsea because that team is not as it, they won Champions League two years ago they're not mm-hmm. this young up and coming squad that team is full of veterans yeah Diago Koulibaly um, you know you got Uba up top now um, Sterling those guys have won a lot of things and you yeah. bring Ronaldo to this like he kind of just you know Ronaldo's a tier above everyone else, but he still has that. He already knows what it takes to win um, these competitions. And you look at Man United, which is the point I brought up. Him in the locker room, it is. It's got to be so divided. It has oh yeah. To be. I, well, I'm sure because yeah, kind of like what you were saying in in the Instagram chat was just that. You know, it's it's Ronaldo has won so much and and always been at least fighting for trophies and, and, you know, leading goal scorer and all that sort of stuff. So he has that drive in him still. He has that experience. So to come into Man U when he did and, you know, everything's kind of like crumbling around him. And, like, he can he can put up some goals still, but he's not the Ronaldo of of past years where he can, you know, carry your team as much. Um but I think it, it would be nice to like be able to use his experience and, and more of his leadership, which I think he probably tried at United, mm-hmm. but I think probably got a lot of pushback from other players and, and maybe even, you know, staff and manager and stuff and I mean it it's kinda like um like Gabriel Jesus came into Arsenal this summer and a lot of the players when they get asked about him have said like oh he brings in this like really um like winning mentality and 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 this fight that arsenal has not really had in recent years and it's but they're the same age yeah and it's like it's like rubbing off right it has a big deal to do with it oh for sure big head he wasn't the guy at man city 
Now he's getting yeah. to be the guy here while leading a group of guys who are all the same type of guy he is. It, it's a yeah. perfect fit. It's like, man, you guys got a good one, a good one there. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm scanning through. You probably see me looking up and down here. Uh, I'm scanning through Man United's uh, uh, squad right now just to see what the ages of all the players are because I'm so curious as to who is who is the eldest on the team besides Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. Um, two, I two I got instantly. Can you guess who the two others are that are <laughs> closest in age to Ronaldo? Um, probably De Gea. Um, I didn't think about De Gea because I was looking at info okay. players. Um, I don't. I don't even have De Gea on my list here. Uh, just do do infield players. Um, or if you want help, I can help you too because. I don't. I don't know their squad that well, so I'm thinking of just like their main well, <laughs> eleven. But Erickson, Erickson's thirty. Okay, yeah, I was thinking um, him. And then whatever the hell they're gonna do with Casemiro, he's thirty-two. Oh, sorry, no, oh yeah, he's not. He's not, forgo- he's not thirty-two. He's thirty. Um, oh, okay. Um, I forgot they brought him in though. They don't play him. <laughs> they they're, they're they're having him hang out with Ronaldo. Yeah. What, dude. <laughs> We could go on Didn't, and on. They and spent on. like sixty million on this guy or something, right? Like, yeah. why is he not starting? He's he's not a super sub. <laughs> he played for Brazil this week. He played. For, I think he played for Brazil this week. At least he was there. Um, so yeah, those guys are thirty. Uh, everyone else is between. Um, you know, besides Harry Maguire, we're not going to count. I don't think he's ever going to play for nah. again. Everyone else yeah. is pretty much between uh, twenty-eight and like twenty-two. And have won nothing. Yeah. Nothing. I'm going through this list. I don't see a name in here that has done close to anything. <laughs> uh, the only one I could think of was uh, Varane. 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 But, you know, that, that was that was with Ronaldo for the most part. Yeah, like <laughs> They got their, their Madrid homies. And that's yeah. it. So, that's it's, it's an interesting one. Um yeah, then I got, I got some other Ronaldo things I want to talk to you about. We'll, we have to do that. We have to do that off camera. Uh, okay. It's a, it's a little. Uh, I don't know. It's it's interesting to say the least. Um, okay. Are you down to take a short little break here? There's still like I want to go over goal of the week, our players of the week, um, even more. Yeah. We haven't even talked about the Everton game. Um, we've been we haven't even talked about the City game. <laughs> yeah, we 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 got so much to keep going. So um, yeah, let's take a little break and then uh, we'll we'll meet back cool. up in a little bit and, and keep going. Yeah. All right, right on. We'll uh, we'll see you soon. Welcome back to the Hooligans Pitch. We took a uh, a nice little needed break, but now we're good to dive back into the rest of the games that we need to talk about. Um, so let's just yep. get right into it. Oh, are you on brew number two? I got a fresh one for you. Oh, good for you. Same one, but, you know, couldn't leave you hanging. Okay, well, I, I'm switching back to water, but I'm bringing back a classic. Um, you, know, you know, the Reddit, the Reddit gifts. An incredible gifts that was uh, not appreciated <laughs> at the time. We'll do a deep dive on this one day. This is a story. Great gift, though. Oh, um, probably one of the best gifts I've ever received from a stranger. Um, <laughs> I don't receive very many gifts from strangers. Yeah, first well, time, yeah. But that was that's up there. You know, I'm gonna talk a little bit. Look how good this intro logo is. 
Like, that's some Especially crap. like yeah, like this is it's rugged, man. It's not this is they, not a, like they took time. Earth, and, even the the Liverpool it's, side. It's, I mean, it's complicated up in there. So I give them. Credit yeah, too. but you know, it, it's a complicated um, badge. So like, yeah, to to get it to look close enough, where like if you just see it at a glance, it looks perfect. Like that cool. ship was one of the saddest days. No, it's in an okay <laughs> spot, but I just remember doing it. Yeah. Oh, okay. So enough about anyway. the mug. Um, so <laughs> when Brian went up 2-0, mm-hmm. I, I was... Yeah, what were you out. thinking? Oh, How dude, are you feeling? <laughs> so bad. I was... <laughs> Kristen was like, you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I'm just like, I'm just going to be pissed off today. And she's like, oh, it's okay. And like, you know, like, she's like, there's a lot of time left. I was like, that's true. I was like, there's a lot of time left. Yeah. And then, um, you know, OG Bobby got his goal. And he's yeah, been yeah, so yeah. good in the box lately. Uh, yeah. It's like a polar opposite of last year. I swear he couldn't finish anything. And now I'm just like, get him the ball in the box. He's going to do like a quick one-two dribble around anyone, and then it's back in the net. Um, yeah. He, his finishing looks like his finishing of like years past. Like it, it's He's always kind of had that good um, kind of like quick dribble and shoot finish. Yep. Um, and yeah, last year definitely. I, I don't know if maybe he was trying to do too much or or play a little differently, but I think if I had to say a piece on it, I think he wanted to um, make sure people didn't forget about him because Mane and Salah were just like you know almost like a couple tiers above him. Yeah. Um, so he's probably just trying to do too much, too, a little too much flair. Um, yeah. He looks great. I think World Cup probably helps a little extra motivation. Definitely. Um, but yeah, his first goal was great. Second goal was awesome. Um, when the second goal happened, I said, oh, we're going we're gonna to win this game. I was like, here yeah. we go. Um, <laughs> the OG happened. What a chaotic own goal that was. I was like, that didn't uh, oh, yeah. I, I, It hit so many bodies. It looked like it hit so many bodies. The angles were weird. Um, so yeah, it, it, that ball would have gone in regardless of um, Webster. Uh, hitting it, I think someone would have. Someone from Liverpool would have found that ball and put it in the net. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, it's like sitting right there in front of goal. Like, just throw your body at it at that point. Yep. And the the eighty third minute came around, and um, that hurt. That like again, I wanted to wear black today to like put Liverpool to rest because I was like that. That's kind of like a, not a season killer. That's so overdramatic, but oh. Oh, that's no, I mean, yeah, you, you're riding the high of coming back from down two nil, and you got the the win in the bag almost. And then you know it's it's a decent cross, but definitely one that Big Verge should have should have oh, blocked. Right. That, that's one of those things where it's like you know he's made mistakes, like weird errors this year, where he just played wrong. I thought he played this one decently. His legs were just so wide. I was like. Yeah. Like, that's a one in a thousand chance of that never happening again. It was so... Oh, yeah. Just random. Yeah, he was there for it. He was positioned well. But, yeah, I think just... I don't know. He misjudged the path the ball was going to take or or something. But it's never a good sight to see when (laughs) ball goes through the legs of your defender. (laughs) Yeah. So that hurt. Kristen Kristen heard me moan from the couch. Yeah. You know... I told you what she said. And I was yeah. like, oh my god! I was like, this is never gonna end. Um, so Nunez came on super late, 
because of mm-hmm. his international duties. I, I we still really okay. haven't seen this team like mesh. I mean, that's what I was gonna ask. Like, why? Maybe not start, but why he didn't come on earlier? I don't know. Because clock thing. I mean, I and... Yeah, but like, he was not a cheap signing, so I think you want to kind of get him integrated into the team pretty quickly. I know he kind of. He kind of did that himself when he got the red card at the start of the season, but I mean, yeah, it's it's interesting that he hasn't been um, as involved. His movement looked good. He he's really short tempered though. Like, oh, he gets re- at the ref at he. Um, it reminds me of like the Mourinho Balotelli thing, where he's like, "Please, like, please." Like, <laughs> Don't say anything. Just if you say yeah. something, just walk away. Like that, Nunez doesn't have that at all. Not one bit. Anything mm. that goes wrong, he's like charging at the ref like this or complaining. Mm. It's just like that gets old well, for me kind of quick. Yeah, and what when Suarez was a little more feisty? Um, didn't Liverpool like bring in a sports psychologist or something, and that helped calm him down? And that's a great so, question, Chad. I think that's what it was, or at least what he said, or or someone said it was kind of the reason he was able to calm down a little bit more. So maybe I don't know. They got to do something like that again. Find a good outlet for for Nunez. Um, I, I'll have to do a little dive into this, but the, the, I got the top two links when I typed in sports psychologist Suarez are Luis Suarez on the right path. I've seen therapist due to to cure his his biting syndrome. The second link is sports psychologist. Luis Suarez is likely to bite again. I don't have the dates, um, but two very conflicting psychologists saying two very different things. So, oh my God. It's, it's a, well, a Uruguayan thing, I guess. This, this Yeah, they just player. short temper. I don't know, but I mean, like you want some of that fight, right? Hell like, yeah. It, I, love, I love a little fight. But they got to learn how to kind of manage it and not, not fall for the trap like Nunez did in that first game and, you know, getting sent off and then you're, you're suspended for three games because you head by the guy. And, you know, if you're always running to the ref and yelling at him, you're not going to get any help from him when you need it. So Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, but, hey. Credit to uh, Trossard for being there for a lot of the goals. He, uh, like, yeah. I think what the first and third one were kind of like right place, right time. Mm-hmm. Uh, second one was a little bit more of his own doing, but I don't know. As I was watching it, I was thinking, you know, he's probably the next one to leave Brighton and for a decent chunk of money, I would assume. Uh, if he gets in to the to the um, Belgian squad and plays and has like a successful World Cup. Doesn't have to be great, just successful and continues yeah. to lose to Brighton. Brighton falls off a little. Um, Liverpool should maybe come knocking. He's um, 27. Uh, he'll be 28. Is he really? Yeah, he's 27. It's the, ha- the hair makes him seem older, I think. Um, yeah. But yeah, 27. Um, he'll be 28 next April. So, you know. In his prime, I'd okay. say now is a good time to kind of go for him if if um, if we want. I mean, he kind of yeah. fits into what Liverpool needs. That'd be great. Yeah, he, he looks like the same the same kind of you know uh, build and skill set and stuff that Liverpool normally go for. Mm-hmm. So 
Not a bad shout. <laughs> yeah, so congrats to him on the hat trick. Um, he's he's uh, my honorable mention for player of the week. It's just I kind of had one. him around there too. Like, yeah, it's just hard <laughs> not to give it to these two dudes. <laughs> Just like yeah, I, I, I feel wrong not giving it to the other the other dudes. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's that that about covers it for that game. Um, you know, Jota got in. He's been hurt for a while, so it's good to see his face. I'm sure you aren't ready to see his face next year, or I'm sorry, next weekend. Not at all. Not at all. That guy <laughs> always finds a way to score against Arsenal. <laughs> Guaranteed goal by him next weekend. Probably, I like. I'm not much into the betting world, but if you are, throw some money on it. I don't know how, but I'm going to look into it. I'm going to look into it. It's um, probably like a, a DraftKings app right? sort of thing. Like, <laughs> like an SG on Jota. Yeah, I'm going to look into that. Yeah. Um, as far as Brighton goes, I mean, you know, they're up to nothing. Are they bummed mm-hmm. about this draw? Or are they um, with the draw? Or are they happy about this draw? I think you know they're they're probably they probably went to Anfield thinking you know a draw is a good result for us. So then when you're up to like twenty minutes in, I mean yeah, it's 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 almost looking too good though, right? Like because even after that second one went in, they showed the Brighton coach and he's just like standing there like straight face like can't believe it so i feel like in his head he knew like this is not gonna last he was like this ain't so hard <laughs> yeah like, so i mean yeah you're, you're probably disappointed to blow a two-goal lead but like you're also mm-hmm. blowing a lead to liverpool so it's like not out of the question yeah but you know and, i mean yeah for the, an own goal to be a part of that is a bummer but that guy was going in. I, it's hard to yeah. like. I, I hate calling it an own goal. It was, but that, that ball was mm-hmm. going to find its way to the net. And then uh, Joe Gomez didn't play, which made me so happy because he's been awful nice. this year. So yeah. Matip is back in as well as Fabinho. So like, gelling uh, will come. Mm-hmm. It takes time. It's a long season. It's yeah. just very frustrating to see points slip away like this game. Now, I'm not really in the Liverpool circles, but. Has any of the like clop out sort of stuff started, or it's the seven? Everyone kind of understands. It's like okay. it's like a meme. It's it's yeah. stupid, but no, I don't yeah. think so. I don't think panic will really set in until like losing a couple games in a row. We're lucky we're drawing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. champ- Champions League is a whole other story. Um, but again, it's like it's it's just a transition year. I think if people can be okay with at least a top four finish, which is entirely possible. Um, oh, yeah. And then go again next year with um, possibly uh, Jude Bellingham. That's a big target they're looking at. That'd be pretty yeah. sweet. A lot of It'd money, be a though. big addition. A yeah. I don't know if I'm cool with spending whatever it was, the 130 for him, when I we could fill all these other roster spots. I mean, that that's the, the hard part. It's like either you get this... Is he that kind good? of proven proven talent, and yeah, it's one player, one position, or you spend that money, and you know you get you get a refresh of your whole midfield, and you know maybe a new backup center back or you know right back or something. I don't know, but right back. 
Um, I got, I got I, one more thing I kind of was thinking about. Um, yeah. I don't think Trent Alexander-Arnold plays right back after Klopp is the manager at Liverpool. I think he's only playing there right now because of the success they've had over the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, so he just is like, this is my job under this system. As soon so you, as he just doesn't, that's, he doesn't want to be there. So yeah, yeah. So you're saying he's like, he has his eyes on like a different position. But like, I could see him playing like right the right central mid area is perfect for him because that's where he is all the time anyway. Mm, okay. Uh, he, I mean, yeah, like his liability. His uh, defensive side has definitely been. Like the, a light has been sh- shown on his defensive lapses more recently. Um, I mean, I just keep thinking of that Napoli game. Like, guys just running by him, and he's like walking. And and these goals today, like, yeah, he made a few mistakes that he could have definitely done better with, but like, it wasn't anything that bad. But I don't know. I I just he seems not like. Not not motivated, but just kind of going through the motions almost. Um, I just sent you the heat map of where he played via text um, to you. And you tell me what position is he playing there? It hasn't come in yet, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, give you a, I'll give you three guesses and... Um, well, no, 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 I mean, look like defense. Yeah, yeah, I mean, just from I get it. It's a system. Yeah, from what I know of Liverpool's system, he kind of plays a little bit more like wing backy, like more attack focused. So, oh, here you go. It just came in. But, but with, with when I hear wing back, I think you'll you're gonna come back. Well, you probably should, because because really, you, you know. So often the wing backs are used with like a three at the back kind of mm-hmm. formation, like like a Tottenham sort of situation, right? Where it's like, yeah, you're primarily a creator, but you do need to come back and defend. But then when it's four at the back, like you really need to come back and defend because we need that all the bodies we can get, kind of thing. So I don't know. I, I would kind of be interested to see Klopp try and run just like a, a three at the back and then let Trent you know, kind of release him a little bit. Let him do what he wants to do, but... I, I, he might be too scared to, to say that to Klopp. I, I don't know. It's it's weird. Um, anyway, yeah. I look forward to next weekend. That's going to be a, a doozy. Yeah, I mean, like I said earlier, I'm already just nervous for it. Like, Arsenal's playing well, and it's the same thing. Like, Arsenal's playing well, Liverpool's looking a little rough. I should be feeling confident, but it's it's gonna go all out the window. Who knows what's gonna happen? It feels backwards for me too, because I'm going I'm more confident going into this weekend than I was going into this past weekend. So, I so don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna go drink the Kool Aid and you know, top of the table versus mid table, and be like, "Oh, we yeah. got them! We got them!" Yeah, there you go. Jeez. All right, what's next on our list here? Um, I just want to hit the uh, the Bournemouth well, Bournemouth Brentford game. The only comment I had on it was the the slide tackle that I think should have probably been a PK, but it was not. Oh, what was that? 
you believe that tackle? I, like, I was watching the replay, and, and I think he kind of gets a touch on the ball, but, like, as he's taking out the Bournemouth player, and it's just like... You think he got a touch on that? I think, but it's at, like, the very end of his slide. He touches the ball, but, it, but like, the Bournemouth... Bournemouth players like already yeah. being tripped. Yeah. So for me it's like a fairly clear penalty. And when I was watching it, um and they're like playing all the VAR replays and stuff, it looked like I thought he was gonna call a foul because it looked like he kept replaying um kind of like where the ball is entering and comparing it to where, like, the foul started. So I think he was trying to decide if it's, like, PK or a foul on the edge of the box. And then it just was neither. So he was trying to decide whether or not he was going to give him a red or a yellow. Yeah, so, I, I mean, mean, it... I, they, 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 said, they said that they were going to, at least the way I, I understood it, let us hear the VAR conversations, if not live, like, after the fact. I've heard none of these so far. Not even reported from any, you know, news outlets. Even and yeah, like I just, hmm. I I would like to hear what they're saying at this point because VAR saw this and felt compelled enough to be like, "Yo, maybe come look at this," because hmm. you didn't you didn't call it right. So then you go and look and. You know, nothing comes of it. So, like, what is the conversation in there? Like, <laughs> Pretty I get, like, the... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I get the ref on the field has the final say, uh, but VAR guy's got to be... At least, like, kind of present his points a little bit, right? Because otherwise, why you call him over there? Fascinating question. <laughs> I would love to know the answer. <laughs> I, I, I literally don't know what to say to that, because... It's a giant mystery. Yeah. It's an and I think I think if they had a little bit more transparency on the VAR decisions, it would it would alleviate a lot of the like hatred that people have for VAR and maybe help with understanding the consistency or lack thereof that the refs have to are are putting out, you know, it's cuz right now, yeah, we're all just we see the replays and form our, our own opinion, but then, you know, then they come out with a different different result. But like, let us hear your 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 thought process. I'm just I, I'm just imagining just like SNL skit material in there where they're just like, do we fuck up? <laughs> <laughs> like, they just have me like, oh, what do we do? And I I guarantee that's happened at some point. Probably. <laughs> like, um, so why do we call this VAR? Like, it's so obvious. Like, well, you know, like, we were just really unsure what to do here. Just kill some time. So it could be, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was a really weird challenge. Um, yeah, watching that replay was kind of mind-boggling because I was like, that. I just didn't understand what was happening. Yeah, yeah. It, it looked, you know, clear as day from, from live play to even the replays. Was I was like, yeah. Top. Yeah, and the dude slides in and kind of like raises his leg too. So it's like his stud was up it, after the fact, and yeah. I was like, "What? Where does the, the mm, terrible?" Yeah, if, oh. if I'm a a Bournemouth fan, that's that's a tough one to swallow. Yes, I'm scratching <laughs> my head after that one. Um, overall, pretty boring game. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah I didn't see really much. Happened. Um, <laughs> just like, just back and forth. Not a lot of shots. Yeah. But Still got Neto in there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's working out for him. I think they've played um, God, a lot. I mean, I don't want to say a lot better, but I don't. They haven't lost nine zero since he's been in there. Exactly. So that's a plus. Um. All right. I want to move on from there. Yeah. We uh we kind of did Chelsea Crystal Palace, um, Newcastle Fulham. We did cover. Uh, um. Uh, we got, well, we, yeah, we talked about it a little bit. We talked about the Mitrovic injury, the Chalaba yeah. tackle. Um. Yeah. I mean, my only other comment on it was um. Al, Al, Almiron, oh, I think is how you say it. Goal of the week? His his first goal, the volley. That's my goal of the yeah, week. It's, it's, okay, well, i got to pick a different one. Oh, now. really? Is it really yours? <laughs> I wrote it down to prove it. Like, yeah. So I ain't lying to you. Um, no, yeah. That's crazy. I, I, and those ones are so fun to watch, where it's just like, you know, the ball's so high in the air, and you just time that kick perfectly, and it's just... Rockets in, so like the toy yeah. he had was so crazy uh, looking. Yeah, I mean, great goal, goal of the week. My other option was Connor Gallagher's mm. FIFA shot. So, yep, either one of those works for me. Um, that was pretty <laughs> solid. I oh, what did I see in here that I wanted to bring up? Um, Newcastle was out oh, without Isaac this week. Um, yeah, I don't know what type of injury he got, so let's. I think it was. Uh, yeah, I don't know what type it was, but I think it. I mean, it must have been on international break because he played yeah, before that. So it was. Uh, he was training with Sweden. Um, picked up a muscle injury. Mm. Um, return date is though uh, uh, October sixteenth. So okay, nothing too crazy. Not too long. Yeah. yeah. Um, St. Maximum will probably be back next weekend. Um, and then John Joseph Shelby might make a return as well. I swear that guy's been around forever. Yeah, what the hell? (laughs) Over under, how old do you think he is? Oh my god. Uh, I'm going to say 29. You're going 29? Well, I know how old he is. He's over under. Over. Yeah, he's 30. <laughs> I was thinking older than that, but... Man, yeah, that guy's... He's been around a long time and, like... Somehow still, like, makes it into, like, decent teams. <laughs> he's been out for a while. He's been really hurt. Um, yeah. Gosh, I don't even know how long. It's been a long time. So, yeah, that's about it for Newcastle. Fulham, they have their list of injuries as well. Yeah. Um... You know, I, I did watch some of the press conference with their coach afterwards, just trying to get what was going on with Mitrovic, and mm-hmm. it didn't sound good. The coach is not oh. too happy. So this this could be kind of a big blow um, for him, for his World Cup. Um, after his hot start, it will be yeah. kind of detrimental to, to fall. I mean, he is their engine. If you don't have well, yeah. scoring, who's who else is going to do it? Yeah, you got to find goals through... <laughs> Willian, I guess. <laughs> oh my god, did he play? I don't even... I have no idea. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, you gotta find goals from someone now, so... Hopefully they can do it. Willian did not play. 
He did come on, I think, last week, though. Yeah, I know he's played at least a little bit with them. He wasn't even on the um, the active uh, squad today. Oh, wow. So, I don't know what's going on there. I'll have to do a little dive into that. Uh, anything else you want to bring up on that game? No. No, I think that's pretty much it. Okay. Who we got next? Um, on my list, I got Southampton and Everton. I don't think we did too much on them yet. Uh, I just want to start with just kudos to their back line. They're clicking. They're winning games. Yeah. Um, I don't know what else you really want from them. If they're not going to be letting in a bunch of goals and they're throwing their bodies at everything. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it seems like, you know, the goal that Everton gave up, they got a little bit disorganized, but beyond that, I think their, their back lines look good. They're, you know, now scoring goals that aren't scored by Anthony Gordon. So it's nice. You're finding other people to score. And I think, I don't know, yeah, I guess everything's finally kind of clicking for Everton after last season and the craziness of that and kind of a slow start this season. But granted, it's just Southampton, but it's a start. They're even with Liverpool. So, <laughs> um, do you know anything about Connor Cody's contract? If they have a buyback or a, a permanent deal in place, like... Because it seems like he's yeah. living it over there. But he seems pretty happy scoring that goal. He loved to um, like, like I mean, I would, for me, it the loan away from Wolves was already a strange move because he was such a, a key part and, I think, captain or vice-captain or something. He was captain. So, he was captain. Yeah, so I wouldn't be surprised if there is a, a buy option or, or something in there because otherwise, why loan out your captain, right? Like, if... At 29 years old. Yeah, if you want to sell him, but you know maybe uh, Everton didn't want to spend that much, so okay, do a loan for a year, and then you get him for a little bit cheaper. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, he scored. You know, he, he's he's meshing well with Tarkowski, and it's he's doing better than the Wolves back line. So <laughs> well, let's not skip to the Wolves just yet. Let's just go over to Southampton because that's that's a whole another. Issue. Um, <laughs> is Southampton going to be relegated this year? Um, They're bottom five. Seven points. Yeah. Um, three away from... I'm sorry, one point away from relegation zone. I I could see it only because like they, they don't have like a great attack, right? Like they have Che Adams who can show up every once in a while. And you can't, you can't rely on him though. He's not the guy. Yeah. Who, you know, he's pretty lonesome like, up there. Defensively, you're okay, but you're almost always letting in at least one goal a game. And then in midfield, you have James Ward Prowse, which is good, but you don't necessarily want him defending. You want him to be able to like create and and move the ball around. So. I could see it, or, you know, I think if they don't get relegated, they'll just be, like, right on the edge the whole season, fighting to just just stay above. But well, here, Here's your bottom five right now. Southampton, Crystal Palace, Wolverhampton, Forest, Leicester. What two are not going to get relegated? I'd put money on Crystal Palace. 
which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Six points for Crystal Palace, a team that almost blew Liverpool's <laughs> minds. Um, and then, oh, I honestly, they should relegate four teams this year because they're all, <laughs> they're all trash. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think Crystal Palace will come out okay. You would think um, Forrest and all the money they spent, they would not be where they're at. But, but they just, they brought in so many players, I think it it's going to take time to, like, yeah, find who works well together. And unfortunately, you don't want to do that while the season is going. <laughs> so I could see them going down, but yeah, I don't know. It's unless there's such a big question mark, like if Brendan Rodgers stays throughout the whole season, if he stays the whole season, I think they go down. If they get rid of him, you know, at the World Cup break or or right when he comes back or something, like... What are they waiting for? Well, yeah, why are you even waiting? But that's what I'm thinking has to be like a financial thing, but yeah. So, so strange. And then I guess we should really throw West Ham in there. I don't think West Ham's going to get relegated, but they're even with Southampton on points, which is crazy because those two teams are so drastically different. Yeah. Yeah, I think West Ham is kind of like Everton this year. Like, they just started a little slow, didn't score in a game for, what, five weeks or something. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, really close to that. So, I mean, I think they're starting to figure it out. Yeah. Um, well, perfect segue. Let's talk about West Ham and Wolverhampton yeah. here. Um, you know, they took down the Wolves 2-0. Uh, yeah. The Wolves are bad. They fired Wolves their coach. Bad. I heard, yeah. Yeah, this was it. West Ham laid the, the final blow. Two Portuguese coaches in a row for Wolverhampton. Over... Uh, I want to say there's five players in their starting 11 that are Portuguese. Is this mm-hmm. the end of the Portuguese regime of Wolverhampton? <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I heard Ronaldo's looking to move, so... <laughs> not in Costa, just saying. Uh, I mean, it is a little bit strange how heavy they went on Portugal players and, and managers. Like, Isn't that so weird? There's good players in, from Portugal, so like I get it, but there's also good players from a lot of countries that you could have looked at. Um, so I mean, I don't know if that's just like a, a transfer strategy of maybe you can get decent players for cheap from Portugal, but like, <laughs> oh no, how many are there? <laughs> eight players on their team have played in eight uh, at least six games this year that are Portuguese. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's it's got to be some like transfer strategy. Maybe they got like a, a good hookup out in Portugal. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious to see these players and where they came from. Um, I can't tell you if they're from the same uh, yeah you know squad that brought them in, but that is a fascinating stat. That just I don't think there's a team. They might be the the only team with that many nationalities in a starting eleven. Or I'm sorry, one single nationality within their starting yeah. eleven. Um, I know Arsenal has the least amount of English players on their starting eleven mm-hmm. in the league. Um, yeah, I can't really think of any other team that's like. Just, I mean, I guess Arsenal's getting a little bit heavy on Brazilians, but <laughs> not well, anything near eight. Well, they're a little heavy on, on Gabby's too, which. Well, they're you all know, this, it's right, working are, so far. Are all the starting Brazilians named Gabby? Am I missing one? <laughs> no, it's, it's just the three, right? It's the three, and then. 
they brought in Marquinhos um, this summer, but he's like uh, a, he's like eighteen or nineteen, okay. like a youth player. But um, yeah, all the starting Brazilians, Gabby. <laughs> are there even are there even teams that have six British players starting? Um, that's a that's some, a crazy question. That's a trivia question. That probably I would think it. I mean, it's probably like one of the teams that has just come up because, you, like, you don't have as much money in the lower Forest, leagues. Forest brought in a bunch of international guys. Yeah. Um, who's next? I mean, Fulham maybe. Fulham would be a good guess. Uh, Bournemouth, I could see. Brentford could be yeah, a good. Okay, okay. I, I'll look at those teams later and kind of. See where they fall. Yeah. That's that's an interesting one. Um, yeah. West Ham played pretty good. Fabianski, uh, yeah. man, he's like he's timeless. He just he he he's like a good consistent keeper. Like he's he's never going to do anything like too flashy, but he's going to make the saves. Like he's going to keep you in the game as much as he can. Yeah, he doesn't mess up often. Um, you know. I thought it was nice to see uh, Traore again. We haven't really seen him in a while. Yep. So, I mean, maybe whoever they bring in... I mean, like, Wolves' squad itself isn't terrible. Like, you shouldn't be fighting at the bottom, but, like, they just aren't playing well together. Like, Jose Saw makes some crazy saves. Mm. Um, You have Traore, Neto... um, well, I mean, Jimenez has been a little rough. Matinho, yeah. Something's um, wrong with Jimenez. I think both mentally yeah. and physically. Ever since that had... I think we talked about this. Like, it's fair, yeah. Or yeah. Two ago. I just don't... Something's not right there. Don't know what it is, yeah. but... It, I don't know. His runs yeah. are different. I mean, I think they have quality players. Like, I don't think they'll be pushing in for, you know, a top six or even top eight um, final position, but, like... They can they they're a better team than they've been playing as. Oh, absolutely. So, see who who can come in and set them on the right track. Or they do a fire sale because I guarantee top six teams will be coming for. Well, hey, uh, Arsenal was was already looking at Neto at the uh, end of the window, so. Um. Yeah, and Liverpool is looking at. Uh, what are they looking at? Uh, I don't Nunez? I think it was Nunez. Was it Nunez? Neves? Ruben Neves? Neves, that's who it was. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. He's he's a decent player in midfield. They got a... Is that 8, eight Nori or whatever? It's one of their wingbacks is like mm-hmm. pretty promising younger player. Like, they got... He's like Mo 2.0. Yeah, they got, they got like good players in there, so... And, you know, before this season, they were always kind of that bogey team for a lot of the top six. They were always yeah, a little tough. They definitely hung around top six at times, but uh, this mm-hmm. one just started with the funk and yeesh. Mm-hmm. But West Ham's yeah. coming around. We'll see what they can do. They, uh, You know what the big difference was? is They, they, um, they didn't start... Uh, Antonio, they gave Samaka the, the start, the Italian guy with the crazy amount of tattoos. I first saw him, I was like, that is a guy I do not want to see in an alleyway. Um, 
I don't think that's a big difference. He's young. He's fast. And yeah. All like, I don't know. He's kind of everything you kind of need in a striker. Yeah, and I mean like this that doesn't need a big top tier striker for like a pretty well balanced yeah. team. Yeah, I, I think this is probably the smarter setup. Um, and then yeah, you can bring in Antonio towards the end of games because like he's still got some pace on him. He can body players pretty good. Like he'll cause issue later in the game for sure. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but like his finishing is just a little bit poor. So starting with this guy, I think he had a pretty good record in in Italy. So goal scoring record at least. So yeah, I think they're on their way up. They're they're figuring it out. I mean, midfield is just set with Declan Rice and Suchek. Like, I know that's like a solid. You can't you can't go wrong there. It's a hard thing to mess up, and they found a way to yeah. do it the first five games of the year. <laughs> yeah. All right, um, United uh, City class. Yeah, Manchester Derby. So I obviously was not awake for the first half of this game. <laughs> we talked about it last night. I was like, Christian Eriksen's gonna have a hat trick. It's gonna, it's gonna come into play. And I woke up and I saw four nothing. I was like, damn. I was like, they kicked their butts. And I was like, oh, it's halftime. I was like, they're still going to come. Still play it. <laughs> um, they're just really good. I like. What else do you say about this team yeah. besides they're really I mean, good? When they turn it on, it's on. Yeah, like that. That was kind of my takeaway here. Is like this final scoreline like really flatters United because United was not good enough to get three goals in here. It's just I think City is just like we're up so much that like I can't be arsed to actually you know play at 100% which I'm sure Guardiola is like furious about and like fair play to him but you know it's it's they just made it look so easy it 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 was that whole first half was just all man city just dominating like De Bruyne laying off some crazy passes you know is it just what what can you do like it's a derby match. You want to show up. You want to make it a close game, and then by halftime you're down four nil. Like, what what kind of team talk can you give? Uh, I guess on either side to like keep your players motivated. <laughs> I like. I know we just saw Man City and All or Nothing, but I would love to see mm. one episode of just this game at halftime because. Mm. Yeah. I mean, what are they doing? Laughing. Saying like this is this is what they brought. I mean, look if you're if you're Holland or Foden, you're in there telling everyone like, okay, pass me the ball, I'm getting a hat trick. Like, and they did. It. I already got two, and then they both did it, which is like, I don't know the last time that's happened. Oh, good question. But to have two hat tricks from from one team, that's a good outing. <laughs> Um, this is the third home game in a row. Hold on, has got a hat trick. Mm-hmm. Are we gonna see four? <laughs> I don't know. Who they play that's, next? That's a, re- that's a real question. Well, after <laughs> next weekend, they have um, Liverpool. They have Southampton next. Oh Jesus! It's gonna be another nine nil. <laughs> So it wouldn't continue okay. that streak of home hat tricks, but you know, 
Hey, I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't know if it'll be another hat trick, but it's just, it'll be a full team domination again. Like, it's just ridiculous. Um, I came across this stat that, as of today's game, <laughs> Holland scores a goal with every 13.6 touches he takes. <laughs> Which is just like a stupid low number to get a goal, and then even the the picture I sent earlier of like the amount of games it's taken for Premier League players to get three hat tricks. You know, most of them are in thirties, forties, fifties. Well, I believe the <laughs> fastest before him was forty-four. Yeah, and here he is, eight games in, <laughs> three hat tricks already on the books. Just ridiculous. Um, okay, just just trivia question for you. Can you guess the last team that let another team get two players get uh, sets of hat tricks on? It it did happen three that, years ago. That let another team. Yep. Um, if you can remember all the big scores. That I'm happened. gonna. That's what I'm. It, so many of them were Southampton. I'm going to say Southampton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, A.S. Perez and Jamie Vardy. Oh, my gosh. Nine nothing. Yeah, so... Nine. I don't know. Nothing. Maybe... Look, you put the uh, the bet out there at the start of the season for Holland to score... Was it five goals in the game? I think, I think he'll score... I said six. I think he'll score six in a game. Six. Our bet is five. But I do think he'll break season season uh, single season scoring um, in the mm-hmm. EPL for thirty eight games. The previous record yeah. is um, Salah with thirty two. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think yeah, right around there, thirty two or thirty four. And then with the forty two game, I think it was thirty seven or somewhere in there. I don't remember the exact number. I think he'll break both of them, no matter how many games have played. Um, bar yeah. injury, of course. Um, but just remember, he did tweet out today. They didn't believe in us. Who? <laughs> who is that tweet to? Who are they? <laughs> who, who? I I understand. Someone did in the in the banter group say, "Well, you know, they said he wouldn't be able to." I was like, "This isn't about him. This is about no. us. This is a totally yeah. different conversation." Who in their right mind said Man City don't believe in him this year? I, I, you know, I tried googling. It, I tried looking it up. I couldn't find anything. It's got to be, you know, Pep Guardiola got his whole coaching staff. He said, "You make five fake News. Twitter accounts. You make five and just write a bunch of BS about City, and how they're gonna, they're gonna, you know, bottle it this year, and I'm gonna show all the all the players." Can you believe what he said? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, that's like. I guess kind of a good mindset for him to have of like still having something to prove. Like, I mean, granted he's what, 21 or whatever. So like it's very early on. He has things to prove, but yeah, it's kind of silly. Is that just a young twenties picture? I think so. Yeah. I mean, especially to post it after a, you know, a, but should have been a six nil win. Like, Are you delusional? I saw that. It made me kind of angry. I was like, because he came up on my Instagram feed. 
And I was like, oh, yeah. well, I'll follow him. I'll look at his story. And that was the first thing I came up on his story. I was like, <laughs> And then I went to Foden's story, and he was like, congrats, my boys. Like, we, we you know, we messed him up. And I was like, yeah. I, I like, I don't like Foden that much. I think he's kind of weird and kind of mm-hmm. different. Um, but I respect his Instagram game way more than uh, Owen, so... <laughs> Yeah. Um, I, well, we do got to shout out Anthony's goal. Yeah, that's honorable mention it, for me. It was yeah a, a great goal. Like it was really circumstances. Didn't mean much, that's that's why it didn't win goal of the week for me. Yeah, because it was like oh you got one goal. It's one to six now. But great goal, yeah. no doubt. Yeah. Do you uh, see uh Martial's penalty? Yeah, awesome PK. Perfectly placed. So. Um. But it's too little, too late. <laughs> good job, guys. You got some 90-minute goals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that scoreline wasn't close. Uh, no. And they weren't even playing... Man City wasn't even playing their best lineup today. Yeah, I mean... Well, that's the thing, is they just... They have so much good cover in every single position that it's like, even if it's not their exact strongest 11, they're still going to mess you up. <laughs> insane yeah well anything else you want to bring up in this beat down no um is your offensive player of the week in this game yeah I mean I I don't want to keep picking Holland because we can't it's 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 broken but this time I had to because three goals two assists hmm it's, it's hard to beat, you know? If, if you don't remember, in our first episode, we said we wouldn't repeat players. Yeah, but, like, who else are you going to pick? Or do you think we put two heads? <laughs> I, I did Foden, because I'm like, yeah. if you take away his two assists, you, you it's a tie. They both got man of the match. Um, yeah. They split the trophy. You could we could argue Trussard and just be like, you know what? He, he was my, my, like, backup pick. Well, he's my backup, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm okay. I, think, I mean, it makes. But here's the problem, Chad. <laughs> here's the problem: is this his best game, like right now? So you're, you're saying we save his next we player can't of the keep week doing this for week. his his five six goal yeah, game? <laughs> yes, a hundred percent. That's my argument. Fair enough. Because uh, yeah. this can happen every single week, and it's like I get it. He is the best. Like. There, there is no reason why we can't give him this award every mm-hmm. single week. Yeah. But it's just going to be like, it, it's like the MVP awards in all these sports. It's like they win MVP once, the next year they do the exact same thing, but they're like, we can't give it to him again, which yeah. they should. They should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, oh, it's it's awful. I hate, I hate, it's such a broken <laughs> player in this league right now. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah. If not Holland, my vote would be Trossard, just because you are going away to Anfield's. Yep. You still get in the hat trick, like you drew, you Foden. Credit to Foden, but I mean, you you really got outshone by Holland still. <laughs> Such a dumb player. So can we can we make this agreement then? When he scores five goals. That's that's that. I'm not kidding. That's when we give it to him. All right. Yeah. He scores he'll, five goals. He'll probably score four, and we have probably. to be like, we have to just be like, Mm-mm. hold out for five. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Five goals. He he gets the award again. Yeah. And what I think the bet was, I owe you a beer or something. Uh, yep, it's correct. So yeah, we'll just knock out both in in one week. That <laughs> um, sounds great to me. It's, it's coming. It might even happen. Um, With Southampton if, uh, next next Saturday. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Start looking at beers online, see what you want me to send you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Make it happen. Um, should we? Who's uh, your defensive player? Oh, what, 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 should we? Oh, defensive. Um, Connor Cody. Sorry, I should have brought that up when we talked about Everton. Okay. Scored a goal. Um, had a good defensive game. Yeah, yeah. I had him down, and then also Meslier, just with ten oh, saves. Like it's always a good outing. Um. We've done a lot of but, goalkeepers. That that was kind of like I was trying to yeah stray away from. And that. Co- Cody's strike is like pretty like solid like striker kind of strike too. So like I'm That's cool it. with Cody. All right, let's yeah. let's agree on that then. Uh, then Leeds and Aston Villa. We gotta just talk about this yeah. one really quick. Anything to say? Um, I mean, we touched on the red card a little bit already, but it just looked like. You know, Villa probably should have won, but they just could not find the back of the net. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was either wide or post or, you know, one of the ten saves. Like, so, you know, credit to Leeds for a decent defensive effort, but Villa just did not have the shot today. <laughs> uh, no, and if you look at the heat map, too, um, mm-hmm. I, open it if you can right now. Yeah, the heat I'm map, getting it. Look at Leeds. It's kind of embarrassing because yeah. they didn't even really get into that 18 at all. And they were at home, so it's like, come on now. And I know you're playing you know, half the game down a guy, but it's not, not a great showing in front of your home crowd. Yeah, their coach was on the side. He wasn't... Um, he was in the stands. He did get a run, mm. so he wasn't there. So That's it, right, it's yeah. been a, a strange week for them. Um, yeah. One of uh, my club teammates, he uh, he's a huge Leeds fan, so he I kind of told him like he knows I'm a big fan of football and everything. So I told him we'll get him in here one of these days, and he can spitballs Leeds information. He's very knowledgeable. Um, nice. But he he posted a picture of Jesse March, and he goes, "I love Ted Lasso." And I was just like, "That's great." I was like, "Okay." I was like, "I like you. You're cool." Hey, Ted Lasso and the whole gang. Well, Ted Lasso, Coach Beard. I think we're the only two that went to the London North London Derby, but oh, then, really? like the whole cast was at the uh, NFL game today in London. Okay. Um, so, season three our, is coming. Our boy Mar Sanchez, because he was out there too. <laughs> so yeah, could have been, could have been. Shout out Mark. Maybe we can get Ted Lasso on the podcast. That's like Ooh. that's goals right there, man. That's goals. Look, Coach Beard, he's a known big Arsenal fan. Get in here. Hey, let's make some dreams, uh, some reality here. That's it. I'm going to have a conversation, actually, um, possibly with Mark tomorrow. So I'll give you you some updates on that one. Um, I think he's traveling back home today or something. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't really know too much about this guy, but um, he's there. He exists and he, he knows about us, which is pretty incredible. It's a good starting point for sure. Yeah, that's a good start. <laughs> Didn't think we'd be here today. Um, that wraps it up for all the games. Mm-hmm. 
Is there anything else about this weekend you want to bring up? Um, no, but uh, I was going to say for next week for Arsenal and Liverpool, maybe get a little watch party mm-hmm. going in here. Yep, definitely. Put the put the call out to mm-hmm. the troops here and yep. get, get a little little live banter action going. Yeah, I just see Kristen laugh in my face for real. Um, <laughs> I would like to bring up what really grinds my gears about FIFA since its release was this Oof. weekend. Um, yeah, nothing to do about gameplay. It okay. has to do about how they rate their players, and because we've looking we've mm-hmm. looked so closely. At Specifically at goalkeepers. Mm-hmm. I look at these teams and I look at what their goalkeepers do and they're bailing bailing out their teams in horrible situations and they're rated 78, 79, 80, Fabianski, 82. <laughs> but then you got guys like Ali Saad, which again, good keeper. Guys like Ederson, good keeper, who let in these goals when they don't have to do much the whole game. And they're rated 89, yeah. 88, 90. And I'm like, this is so not balanced at all. Yeah. And it just makes me think, if you're a top six club, or if you're a player on a top, top six club, you're automatically rated above everyone else, uh, whether or not you're better or not. And it's just, it makes Probably, me just like yeah. really think about it. Like Tarkowski, statistically right now, great season. Um, mm-hmm. Arguably playing some of the best, you know, defense he's played in a while. Even though he was a reliable defender last year, he's rated seventy nine in the game. And that's it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Wow. Means, um, me. I don't know means this year, but means last year seventy eight. Like, there's all these players hmm. that like we rate really high because of like how we look at them. But FIFA yeah. does not rate them high just because of the, I think the team they're on. I really do. Could be. I mean, I know. As EA is like coming out of their deal with FIFA, um, they were saying like they have a lot of deals with teams and with some players specifically. So it's like it might be some of that of like, hey, like we're cool, so yeah, we'll bump up your player stats in the game. And because I know Arsenal has a deal with Konami for, I think it's called like eFootball or whatever, like mm-hmm. essentially the pro Evo at this point. But um. And I know, like, just from seeing the screenshots of FIFA 23, like, all their models are, like, like, like a first-year <laughs> character model artist did them all. Like, they don't look close to the players at all. And I think even, even their players are rated, like, kind of, it feels low for how well, like, last year, yeah, they, you know, if you're just basing it off of that, Arsenal was fine. Like they, they, you know, didn't light up the league, but they didn't. They weren't terrible. But it seemed like some of the stats that I saw of their FIFA rating this year was just like feels low. And so it could be very much like a you didn't sign a deal with us. Sorry. Like I don't know. Makes you think. That's all I have to say <laughs> about uh, FIFA and their ratings. It's just a weird one. Yeah. Uh, last thing, did you hear uh, Man City's walkout song today, or walk-off song when they were leaving the pitch? Yeah. No. No, uh, they're they're taking the Yaya Kolo Torre song, and they're making it Erling Holland. So they're going uh, <laughs> Erling, 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 Erling. And the place, someone in the someone in our text group said like that place should be bouncing, and like. 
I think as time goes on and they start using that version of that song at the end mm-hmm. and he's doing what he's doing, I think it'll be a jumping song. But yeah. nothing will contest Saliva right now when Arsenal wins. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's just cool to see like clubs take themselves a little bit less seriously and like play the tequila song because it's a chant and like play the I guess Erling Holland song now like because like before that I think Arsenal used to always play I think they played like Hey Jude or something as like yeah. the the post game song it's like cool but you know so like does that too I believe yeah if you have this this song that you can play and you know the crowd knows it as an arsenal specific chant then like why not do it or you know why does it have to be always this random song that maybe has some like light attachment to the club but currently maybe not so much so yeah. and then have you heard that's leeds, cool have you heard leeds american boy no <laughs> oh okay I'll, I'll, we're gonna, I'll send you that one that's a good one too. he'll be our american See boy good it's really good that's yeah yeah well got anything else uh no no i think we uh we finally caught up we're back on the back on the wagon after that international break so lord been too long and then it's it's gonna be a busy month so be a lot of footy to talk this month october is going to be a wild one yeah cool all righty well everyone have a good week and um, we'll catch back with you next uh, weekend. We got Lester, yeah. Lester, and uh, Forest tomorrow. Um, Yee! Go Forest! I think Forest win. I think yeah. Forest wins too. Forest wins two 0 <laughs> Let's go, Hooligans uh, out. Yeah. Goodbye, y'all. See you later. <laughs>